take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from litigation-based lawyer thrash played live on Judge Judy to fart can Honda grind played on area pros and trash cans. <laughs> My name is Phil. With me mm. is Frank. Yep. Mike. Yep. And Sam. Sup, y'all? That was. A, I like that one. It was, yeah, it was spicy. It was sassy. Thanks, guys. I'm feel. I'm feeling fat, spicy, and sassy this week. You know. Nice. Mm. Well, but, what are we doing yeah. here again? Uh, well, Some we're mostly bullshit. I don't know. We're mostly here to tell you to go to patreoncom slash from the pit <laughs> and give us money. Yeah, and then go to bankcamp.com for various reasons. Yeah, pay what us first God. though. I love what a how trend. fucking what a trend. Instagram yeah. took a giant shit on me when I post one of my most like well-intentioned Instagram posts in the last like year. Yeah, is, yeah. I posted up that data about how fucking literally Amazon and uh, Spotify are deep dick and everybody, and there's somebody out there fighting for everyone, mm. and it's like, oh, Instagram down for four or five hours. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> no, I was just, awesome. I was, I was just mad because Facebook was down for like five hours and I couldn't shit post the entire time, and it's, it's like I started going through minor withdrawal symptoms. Like, <laughs> I didn't care about that shit, but it's like, man. No, I do, man. I, I got a shit post. I got to be able to fucking fair. be stupid. I got to be, I got to have an avenue for being an autistic fuck on the internet. <sighs> take that away from me. You take away my reason to live. <laughs> Making dangerous people out there. I know, man. You don't, you don't want to do that to me, man. It's like, it's like denying a caffeine addict coffee in the morning. You know? Yeah, I know that feel. Anyway, uh, let's get down to what we're actually here for. Actually. Nice pronunciation. Uh, we are here to talk about metal and hardcore and all the shit that you need to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, Mike, <laughs> surprisingly, is starting us off this week. Hi. Wow, when's the last time that happened? I can't remember. Last Lazy week. Lazy fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oof. All right. Well, we do have one recommendation left from listener Mike. And that's going to be from a two-piece, Shrykull. Yeah, let's listen.
Ooh. Like, like it, it gets tasty in different ways all over the place. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the yeah. dynamics were getting me. Kind of just makes me want to go listen to Onward to Golgotha, honestly. Yeah. Makes me Same. want to listen to the rest of their album, honestly. I was going to say, I haven't, I haven't forced you to listen to that yet, have I, Mike? What the fuck? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> what the Side fuck? Swiped us. No. <laughs> um, I, no, we're not, we're not cutting that out. We're, we're leaving that in. That's, that's all good. Hell uh, yeah, dude. So yeah, onward to Golgotha. I know that I've listened to some of it and then got sidetracked. So I, yeah, I, I got to get through Mike. all of that. Mike, 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 Mike. Hey, Why Mike. would you do that? I don't know. God damn well, it, I didn't man. intend to, but it happened. No, this is good though. And also I, I like to think that they're, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like their name might be pronounced Shrickle. Maybe it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, could be uh if the if the members of this band could reach out to us at some point and uh kind of clear this up for us i'd really appreciate it i like your music by the way this is good yeah i like it a lot yeah mm. uh also this album cover is straight fucked yes i i've it's been little... staring at that the entire time now do you think listening. is it a black sun or a giant anus <laughs> <laughs> i like to, i like to think it's the i like it to think it's an anus and i like to Think that he's stuck in some sort of like eldritch intestinal tract. <laughs> he, it's the heavy. guy in the middle, the guy in the ground there, who looks like he's kind of turning into a tree. Mm. Yeah, that that could be. I don't know. I really, uh, I don't. Yeah, know. you're you're really uh, you're you're deep in this. Yeah, that's some shit, I, man. <laughs> this, see, art. You know, art is subjective. Yeah. We all we all have different interpretations of what art is, and I like to think it's you know a, a, a booty hole. A booty, a, a booty hole. hole. <laughs> star. I can think. I can think it's an asshole if I want to. People can think Jackson Pollock's art is good. I'm allowed to think it's an asshole. We're all allowed to have fucky opinions. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, well, uh, as I let me remind everybody, that was a two piece. So that also kind of blows me away a little bit. You a know, little bit. A lot of bit. <laughs> They are from the UK, and that was released October last year. So you can find Shrickle or Shrykull at S-H-R-Y-K-U-L-L dot com. And I only have one more for you this week. Oh. <clears throat> you're, going, you're going first, and you got two for us? Damn. Yeah, man. Um, so we had one more recommendation from Camo Pants, and that was a release on Friday. Thra, uh, Gardens of Rot. Let's listen.
Yeah, that all oh, that tone. <laughs> so, oh, Mr. Good. Mr. Sammy, what do you think? I mean, I think we got or are are we going to have a bunch of bands today who are really really into incantation? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, mean, I only brought I, these I'm two. Not, I, yeah, I, I don't uh I ain't mad at that, but yeah, that was nice and uh cavernous and gross. <clears throat> fun. See, I'm not, I actually I actually I actually did that like that riff that they were going into just as it was ending. That was pretty dope, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, like a hardcore element throughout mm-hmm. the album. Some of that real there's, like nice chuggy bit. There's it's a little bit, yeah. It's like you know we don't we don't mind throwing some uh mind throwing some East Coast hardcore into this too. Why not some crunch? I was gonna say like, let's that, let's throw all the influences in. That, yeah. that that crunchiness was was making me very happy. No, I know, I know, I love that. Uh, Crunch, it's sort of crunchier like, than a bag of all dressed ruffles chips, that, man. That crunch that you get, it's got to be ruffles. <laughs> you know, I actually had those for the first time today. Oh my god! I I dude. randomly I randomly saw a bag at the grocery store, and I was just like, I've only I've only ever seen these on fucking Letterkenny, and I was like, God damn it, I got to try them now. Yeah, Canada did something right there. Yeah, I mean, they well they. They 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 gave us gore guts and they gave us all dressed chips so they've done two things right. That's all I need. Yeah, that's it. I don't I don't really care about anything else. <laughs> Apologies to our Canadian listeners. They are good. So. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely on that crunch. I love that. Uh, so if you're trying to check that out, you can go to camopantsrecords.bandcamp.com. Show them a little bit of love. They are from Arizona, mm. and that uh, track was drawn and quartered. I feel like almost every every death metal band ever has to have a track called "hung, drawn, and quartered" or "drawn and quartered" or some combination of those words. Is that is that a thing? Like, is is that just something that death metal acts do in general? I I mean, you're much is it like more, a rite of passage. You're much more well versed than I am, but it feels accurate. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, I can I can think of like three or four bands off the top of my head who've done that. I'm just wondering if it's like a rite of passage, if I'm going to have to do it at some point. Probably. Mm. Yeah, probably. All right, so what do we got next, guys? All right, uh, so we're on to me. Uh, This was an unexpected find. Uh, Every once in a while, I stumble across something that um, is completely outside of what I'm looking for. And, Frank, I thought of you, uh, especially when I was listening to this one. Um, Tom, go ahead and roll it. To me, this world is none but evil, and all of us are full of evil one way or another. And whatever we do, we have evil in us, all of us do. Fly in the light!
Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm all about that. I'm, yeah, there's more of that I need to uh to check out. Frank, that was making me think of Begotten. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I really loved the uh like pseudo screaming. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because it was just pure like passion. Yeah. And it was real heavy. You know what that? You know what that reminded me of? Weirdly, of for some reason, are. The vocal, the vocal styles on the really early At The Gates material, uh, a la like uh, Gardens of Grief and The Red in the Sky is ours, because it, it kind of has that same like, that same kind of desperate strangled shriek to it. Yes. So, yeah, I'm wondering if there's, a, if there's a bit of like Thomas Lindbergh influence here, which maybe, maybe not, but that would be, that was just my guess, and it, it very much just makes me want to listen to the red in the sky is ours now all right are you prepared to answer this question um sure well phil uh what's the rest of the album like it runs the gamut i chose something that was kind of on the in-between okay because there are tracks that are that are noisy as hell uh i'm gonna check this out there's also uh, a couple tracks that are on the cleaner side Hmm. um it's real and in five tracks it's ridiculous what she accomplishes uh this is and forgive me if i butcher <laughs> the pronunciation here uh lingua ignata or maybe ignota i i don't know uh l i n g u a i g n o t a uh and that was the track uh for i am the light and mine is the only way off of the album all bitches die it's <laughs> fantastic hmm. uh yeah this is a uh solo project by the way I, I kind of imagined that yeah uh she's absolutely ridiculous yeah i'm uh i'm gonna be looking more into that yeah yeah you yeah, know definitely intrigued um especially since you said there's a lot of like to, like change in the yeah so yeah i'm curious I, I wish I could have. I really wanted to bring something in off of the first track, but it's 15 minutes long. I'm noticing that right now. Uh, yeah. So it was really, really hard to kind of pick a, a chunk of that that was going to do it any sort <laughs> of justice. Ho- ho- holy is the name of my ruthless axe. Yeah. That's really cool. All right, cool. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, highly recommend checking uh, all of this out. Linguaignata.bandcamp.com. Go do it. And I've got one more, uh, a little bit more in our in our usual style here. Bring it, bring it back down to earth a little bit. Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this? Right. 
They've got like the terror mastering. It makes me want to go throw rocks <laughs> just in a field. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. So, I mean, especially after bringing in uh, such a, a, a an off the wall noise act, I got to make sure we're still repping hardcore on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that was much fantastic. appreciated. So, uh, so I brought you some fucking beat down from France. That was uh, Nothing From No One, and that was the track Versus Mankind off of their EP, The Painful Truth. See, I feel like any time they're getting mad at one of their politicians, that's what they throw on. <laughs> <laughs> this is this, one, this was the spark that caused all the riots. Yep. All the record sales went up for them over the last three months. <laughs> I hope so. You got me twice this week, Phil. Oof. Nothing From No One. Yeah, uh, you can find them at nothingfromnoonofficial.bandcamp.com, uh, and it's all that fucking tasty. Damn. Bring it on. All that. Were they as, that, that, were they as tasty as these fucking all-dressed chips, though? Damn. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry, man. They're really fucking good. Yeah, yeah no, they are ridiculously good. I, I'm a huge fan myself. I swear. I swear to God, if my fucking grocery store stops carrying, I'm going to burn the place down. Throw this on. It'll get you going. Oh yeah, dude. I'll start a fucking one-man riot of my own. The fuck? <laughs> uh, anyway, we still got more to go through. Sam, I believe you're up next, buddy. I do. I am. Sorry. I don't know how to think anymore. This too much beer. Oh, I uh, figured you were just on a fucking all-dressed high. <laughs> you know, I'll spice that. You know, what the fuck? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Fuck, who cares? I don't know. Tom, play it. Oh, <laughs> 
God damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, I really fucking do. I'm, yeah, I'm, you do. I'm about to order this fucking vinyl. Hell fucking <laughs> yeah, you are. So yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, god damn it. That's, uh, that's the track Embrace These Grim Decisions off of the album Perpetual Animation by... And I, I'm not exactly sure where this name came from, but it's interesting by Leather Glove. Hmm. Yes, Leather there, Glove. There's something in the context of the music that makes that name very intimidating. Uh, I, was, I was thinking scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, well, it, not sexy. it really just it really <laughs> just made me think of that that line in Kung Pao where he's just like "Eeny, meeny, miny, mo." I wonder where my glove will go. Well, just like you, you just <laughs> snap in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Grim appeared somewhere in that description. Actually, yeah, the His thought vocals. the thought of some yeah, the thought of like like just leather gloves, like that's when you see somebody putting on leather gloves, you're like either he's really cold or he's just about to start stabbing people. Or it's a like, uh, dry hobo jerk down time. <laughs> <sighs> call back. Or call back. Mm-hmm. Call Boom. back. <laughs> uh, that's a comedic tactic. Yeah, that's uh, we're doing that's, comedy now. We're comedians that's the kind of, now. Uh, that's uh, the kind of thing. That, that's the kind of thing that <laughs> professionals use. But we are, well, we're we're, we're professionals, right? Like, are, are we getting there yet? Jersey-based comedians. If it's a really long road, sure, <laughs> we're getting there. <sighs> oh boy! And uh, uh, another good thing about that up. is uh, that just <clears throat> added another tape to my collection. Nice. Well. I feel glad about that. So, attention, members of Leather Glove, you guys just made like another twenty three dollars today. Nice. So cool. Mm-hmm. Good Raising job, guys. That economy. It's, yeah. It's what we do. <laughs> well, it's. I don't know, man. See, like, because I was reading an article the other day where they were talking about how there's there's never going to be another there's never going to be another band like Slayer or like like a big like there aren't really going to be any more major huge influential touring metal acts not really the way with things are anymore so it's like super it's like super important to to support the bands that you do like yeah no um you know none of these as big as some of them get you know none of them are going to be fucking selling out stadiums anymore Mm. no past it just it's it's a cruel reminder that um heavy metal in in general like extreme music in general has a significant fan base and in a lot of way it's even been growing more and more popular over time but it's not profitable it's not 1989 anymore it's not 1990 like it's not we don't live in a time when playing metal is something that will like get you a career yeah, and, uh, I mean, we've we've talked about it before, but if 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 fucking uh Dillinger Escape Plan couldn't make it, then right. mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, mean, I mean, they were they do play stadiums. I mean, and when you consider like it, it like you guys said it's just not the same. I mean, they're stomping down on their t-shirt sales and I'm sure the pay rate at a show, even a stadium isn't the same. So I mean, it's just What's well, like I'm pretty sure like the the dudes from Suffocation have been recording and touring for multiple decades now, and I'm pretty sure most, if not all of them, still have day jobs. Oh, dude, so. um, the last time they came to Philly, they played Kung Fu Necktie, which is, like, the size of the room that we're recording in right now. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, let me read out a comment. I won't read the commenter's name because I, I didn't ask them first, but uh, this isn't relating to it when I was talking about, you know, 
put your music on Bandcamp and avoid, for example, like Spotify. Um, oh, totally. This Fuck comment, Spotify, dude. The commenter said we made more on uh, Bandcamp from three sales than an entire year of streaming on Spotify. Yep. Yep. That, you know, I mean, yeah, and I mean, we, we yeah, could go even, into the whole. We could go into the whole like lawsuit thing that Spotify and Amazon are getting into, but I feel like that's a discussion for yeah. another episode. Yeah, I mean, for now, you can check out that post I put up this week. Uh, yeah, so uh, back back to the band, Leather Glove, uh, it looks like uh, the founder and operator of Earhammer Studios in Oakland, who I guess have recorded bands like fucking Noothgrush, Necrot, Frank, yep. there you go, yeah. Autopsy, Undergang, which was like, for me, like, holy shit, uh, Vastum, which I don't, I think I brought in Vastum, they're pretty tight. I think so too. But, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, there are guest solos from uh, Sean McGrath who plays in Ghoul and Impaled uh one of uh, Shelby Lermo from Vastum and Ulthar like what a, a fucking Eric Cutler from Autopsy so and Danny this yeah. dude just got a fucking who's who of fucking yeah, metal artists basic, yeah but basically he's worked with and got guest appearances by people by people who are like anyone and anyone who's everyone who's anyone in yeah metal is pretty much on this album and you can you can go fucking pick it up for mm-hmm. uh seven dollars on sentientruin.bandcamp.com uh just search for uh perpetual animation by leather glove which again you wonder and also that for some reason there's something on the cover that kind of makes me laugh and it's just like it's just an image of these two dudes like throwing bodies from a, a cart into a ditch. And one of the guys is wearing like a fucking sleeved collared shirt. He's wearing like, like you have fancy ass Oxford dress shoes on and shit. Yeah. He's, he's wearing like uh he's wearing like business attire. And I'm just like, what the, did this motherfucker just get off of the, he just clock out at fucking Microsoft. And he's like, Oh, I guess it's time to go bury the bodies. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. It's like they're piling up. I got to get rid of them somehow. Time to throw them in the back of the Prius. Fuck. Uh, yeah, that's, so that's my first band for the day. And my second band of the day uh, has actually been around for quite some time. And I couldn't believe I never brought him in before because it features uh, Maniac Neil, of all people, who played guitar on, I believe, one, if not both of the Lord albums. I don't believe he's with them anymore, which is a shame, really. But... Uh, we're going to take a look at his other band, Blood Freak, who, no shit, released their first album in 2003. So they, they've been around the block for a while. And they released an album in 2017 called Total Destruction of the Human Form. And we are going to take a listen to the track uh, Drowning in Sewage. So, Tom? <laughs> Thank you. 
God <laughs> fucking damn it. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, riffs all over the is, place. Yeah, this is fucking, this is Maniac Neil's band we're talking about here. Of course it's fucking perfect. Oh my God, all of the thrashy goodness, perfect <laughs> fucking riffs. Oh, uh, well, luckily, sound. luckily for you, they've got like seven albums. Oh uh, my favorite. Yeah, my favorite of which is called a Multiplex Massacre. I highly suggest you go check that out. Uh, Cleave- <laughs> Cleavage Cleaver. Cleavage Cleaver is a good song. So is Go for the Gross Out. It's pretty great. Yeah, like um, they're they're very much in the same vein as bands like uh, Lord Gore, Frightmare, you know, all those fucking crazy-ass Portland bands. Who are basically, every, everyone who's been on Razorback uh, is, <laughs> is associated with like this band and all those bands. So yeah, head over to HPGD. They're uh, distributed by Horror Pain Gore Death Productions. Uh, head over to hpgd.bandcamp.com and you'll find Blood Freak's total destruction of the human form. Man, it's so fucking. It's it's just like all the death, thrash, and grind fucking goodness you could ever want. It it's just absolutely. fucking rips the entire time. It's so it does. Good. This whole fucking album rips. It goddamn does. So go check it out. You will be fucking up if you don't. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. So I like the look of this last band, though. This looks fun. And that's Ooh. all that there is. That's all there is for me. Oh, it is. Uh, So doing a casual single this week. This one. This one's from Donnie bringing his normal filth. Oof. Oh, yeah. Well, hmm. Um, the band in question is called Human Barbecue. We're going to listen to a, this is a goddamn one day old track called Infinite Terror. Tom, play that. Thank <laughs> you. 
always sending that premium shit. I like that's that stuff that you listen to. You like, I gotta get my boots. I gotta go stomping around. See, it had me picturing Chuck Norris workout videos because it makes me want to work out. Ironically, <laughs> <laughs> it makes you want to work. How do you work out? Ironically, uh, yeah. it's called CrossFit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so does that mean does that mean you barely do anything and then you just won't shut the fuck up about it? Well, no, you, you do a bunch of shit wrong and then you don't shut the fuck oh, up about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's yeah. more about the spandex. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like that old question, like you know, how do you know if you're in a room with somebody who's a vegan or into CrossFit? Like, don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. But no, I was digging on that. I love that Donnie loves yeah. slam. Oh my god, it's fantastic! Like once should, again, should nothing... we just start phoning Donnie in? There... <laughs> nothing Maybe. makes me just want to like. Like I said, when you when you have something that's like, it's got that fucking chugging, and you're like, okay, we're gonna go into something else. Nope, just different chugging, <laughs> just... keeping that fucking heavy going. It never <laughs> stops. <laughs> Every every moment of the song is the dance part. That's why I said, yeah, yeah. I'm not mm. justifying myself. Chuck Norris workout videos. <laughs> but this oh is, man, <laughs> this I've uh I also listened to uh, some of their uh, previous work, like Cannibalistic Flesh Harvest, uh, and like, oh, it's all good. They are they're just putting out quality. Awesome. Um, human. Did you you already named them? Yes, it's Human Barbecue. That was the track Infinite Terror. Um, they're from Belgium. Okay. And uh, so also on their band camp, it says, taking over this stupid slam game like a punch in the yeah. dick. <laughs> Word to the wise. <laughs> I, I saw that, and it actually, I don't even really like slam, but it kind of sold me on it all the same. <laughs> I think that's what I love about it. it over the top and fun. Yeah, exactly. there's there's definitely some some wink 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 nudge 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 shit going on oh, here. Absolutely. Like they're 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 I feel like they're well aware of how silly this is. <laughs> oh, it's, Which I feel like if you play slam and you don't realize like how silly, it's I don't know, man. It's it's silly in the best way. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of. Yeah, I always want this to exist. Oh, I, I mean, will. like yeah. you, you you can't tell me that you can't tell me that you. You can't tell me that you listen to fucking Baby Killer by Devourment and like a fucking goofy smile doesn't spread across your face. Like, it's stupid and it's fun and it's silly. You know it. Oh, dude, it's like Andrew WK and Freddie Mercury. I don't care who you are. You like I, it and it should exist. I just don't. I don't see how anyone can not love Andrew WK, period. The man is a fucking inspiration. Yeah. That he Wholeheartedly is. agree. And, yeah. Yeah. In case anyone did not know, I am actually a long. I'm a huge Andrew WK fan. I am too. But what we're saying is let a little slam into your heart. Yeah. <laughs> It'll do awesome. you good. So Shut the fuck up. So God to, damn it. To get that, you go to humanbarbecue.bandcamp.com and, you know, go figure. No one else used the name Human Barbecue. <laughs> they got it. There we go. It's winning. Good on them. Yeah. All righty. Well, that brings us... Do a segment. Some, the segment. Some might say it's the most important segment. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly one of the sillier segments. Anyway, that would be the Brutal Brews. Mm. And for any newcomers, this is where we pair a beer with an album. 
Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for a long time now. Yep. <laughs> if you include the YouTube episodes, probably at least 200 of these. Jeez. Why yeah. do we keep... We, we're, we're always telling people not to watch those, but we always bring them up, and I feel like we're being counterintuitive here. Uh, the Brutal... Well, so when we did it, we did the Brutal Brew segment separate. Yep. It was a totally different yeah. video. Watch those. What? Those weren't oh, bad. Yeah. Oh, They're pretty okay. much what they are now. Yeah. Hasn't changed much. It's true. We just maybe got better at it. Anyway, let's get to this shit. Tom, go ahead and roll it. Can, I, oh, can I just say right now, that might have been my favorite piece of video I've, I've seen in months. <laughs> I'm so surprised. Uh, I, I saw Tom laughing his ass <laughs> off at it. Uh, Sid, did, you, did you fucking hear me laughing like a fucking idiot the whole time? No, but some brilliant oh, motherfucker put that to this song, which is so fucking perfect. Um, that's, a, that's a fairly old video at this point. Uh, and if you look for it, there's, there's actually more of that. Uh, just chronicling that dude's whole fucking experience <laughs> but uh that aside that was the track more beer off of uh the album of the same title it was the second release from uh hardcore band fear in 1985 it's fantastic um i was not until you uh hit me up yesterday saying you're going to do this for uh, brutal bruise 
I was not aware of fear. And as soon as it started, I was like, yeah, all of this. You know, <laughs> like when you first I, said fear, I was like, who the fuck is that? But now that I'm thinking about it, especially after all the documentaries we watched a couple of years ago, I think I've at least seen like oh, the, yeah. the sticker, the name or them talked about or something like it. it yeah. Uh, seriously heavy business from them. Um, they've been around since 1982, uh, leaving uh, himself, the, the front man of the band, is just so massively important. Um, and I was... Uh, I was talking earlier before the show about the time that they played Saturday Night Live because Lee Ving uh, was good friends with John Belushi. So he booked them for Halloween, uh, the same episode that they had Donald Pleasance on. Uh, <laughs> and a bunch of punks came in from D.C. and Boston and uh, brawled with each other in the pit, caused all sorts of fucking damage. <laughs> uh, and no one at the studio knew how to fucking handle it. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, oh, there's that's video so of it. It's it's some wild shit. Uh, hardcore was the fucking Wild West back in the day. Oh, man. I, I gotta look that up. I do want to uh, mention the, that video that this was paired with. I can, like, <laughs> relate to way too much. Um, <laughs> never at a store... But actually, last year when me and my buddies went camping, that first day we went hard as fuck without eating. And, like, there's a moment when, like, I'm already gone and we shotgun a beer. And after the shotgun, I, like, look at the beer. You can tell that I'm like, oh, God, like, I'm done. But I then I'm on camera grabbing another beer and, like, finishing that one off. And it's like, why? Why did I do that? (laughs) past decision making at that I'm, point I'm already at that point where like you're like trying to just walk and just falling on the ground like yep so uh fear really was uh one of the things that's always stood out to me about them um was that they were pretty fearless with incorporating whatever the fuck they wanted into uh into punk rock which at the time could be risky business uh they gave no shits and it worked. Mm. It worked for them consistently. Uh, they were always fun. They always had a lot of beer themed shit. It was always off the wall. Um, so I needed to find a beer that would kind of capture that same spirit. Not necessarily the uh, not necessarily the heaviest thing on the planet, uh, but something a little outside of the norm uh, that still that's still very approachable, that still works well within, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm, uh, I'm bringing back the same brewery I brought last time, two weeks ago, uh, because goddammit, they're just killing it. They're good. Uh, so this is White Birch Brewing's uh, Peach Berliner Weiss. Mm. It, uh, it, this is fantastic. It's yeah. If you're if you're not familiar with uh, Berliners, uh, very similar to sours without quite mm-hmm. being a sour. A uh, little bit crisper than most sours. It doesn't quite have that that sour punch to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and paired with the peach, it just makes it delightful. Yep. Um, and if I'm to be honest, I'm pretty sure uh, on Shotgun Saturday, I think we've done we've shotgunned at least one of them, probably two. 
Like of those of just white birch. Oh, um, okay. This one we have not yet, but as the weather warms up, uh, gonna set our sights on you this. You may want to snag it soon because they do everything small batch. I so know. that beer that I brought in two weeks ago is already off the shelves. It is juicy, I, pleasant. I like, I like the. The whole small batch thing because that means like shit's rotating, so you're gonna have something new. Oh yeah. But at the same time, when you find something you really like, like well, I'm not having that again. You bunch of dick bags. Uh, they do also have, and I didn't grab it, and now I'm kicking myself for. But they also have a blueberry Merliner Weiss. Hmm. So maybe Tart worth blueberry. looking into. Um, but for me, this kind of perfectly captured everything I was looking for. Uh. One, I can slam these. Hell yeah. Which, if you didn't listen to the song, <laughs> if I, yep. you know what? If I, if I fucking woke up in the morning and I was like, I need one more fucking beer, this would be the fucking thing I'd reach for. This would be perfect. You don't want to go for a fucking stout at fucking three in the morning. <laughs> That's actually, uh, there was a day where my buddy needed to do fence. They needed to repair a section of his fence. <laughs> So we're like, all right, we're going to do a shotgun in the morning, a shotgun at lunch, and a shotgun at dinner. I was in charge of breakfast, so I did a chocolate milk stout. You're a dick. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate stouts, man. Like, uh, good chocolate. uh, You ever had Boylan's double chocolate? That's that's an interesting stout. I don't think I have. Mm -mm. It comes in. It comes in a big big bottle with a purple label on it it's pretty tasty actually it's one of those it's one of those beers i give to people who think that they don't like beer yeah stouts are a good starting place for that Uh, also like super super smooth and super drinkable stouts especially like chocolate stouts or cream stouts or just like cream ale cream ales in general are a great thing to give somebody who's a first-time beer drink because they're like wow this is like kind of sweet and like nutty and really kind of tasty and i'm like yeah, females are a little more hit more. or miss though. A little more hit or miss than a stout. I don't. I don't feel like they are though. I feel like cream ales in general are pretty solid. I, uh, well, not 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 as far as quality. I'm saying as far as people's taste. Uh, I uh, I don't know. I've always had really really good luck with them. Yeah. I've had. I've honestly had better luck getting like non beer drinkers to get into cream ales than I have with stouts and porters. I uh, I despise cream ales. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, because you're a bitch, Frank. Nah, I hate them. <laughs> sure. Yeah, my my go-to for that is usually Belgians, actually. But uh, to not get too far off mm. the path, uh, this fucking Peach Berliner Weiss uh, just kind of hit all of the points for me. It's it's interesting. It's a little bit different. Uh, the Berliners are just now becoming popular over here. Mm. Uh, you know it's starting to gain attention when fucking Victory does one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but White Birch does it fucking right. Uh, they really nail the fucking style. Uh, and bring Peach into the mix can be a turnoff for some people. Uh, Fools. Yeah, I agree, but it, it works so fucking perfectly. They nailed this. And it's the same thing with Fear. I mean, I'm sure listening through the album, you heard the blues influences, all the... Mm-hmm. All the weird different shit that they brought into the fucking mix. Uh, so, especially if you're not familiar, because you should be. If, if you consider yourself any sort of a fan of hardcore, 
uh, you should really fucking get to know the roots of the genre, and fear is pretty deeply rooted. Uh, so do yourself a favor, go grab a copy of More Beer by Fear. If you can find it, pick up a six-pack of White Birch Brewing's Peach Berliner Weiss. Are you are you telling them to get more beer? I am telling them to get more beer. Mm. <laughs> when do we ever tell people not tell people to get more beer? Uh, it's a good question. Um, anyway, that'll do it for the brews, and mm-hmm. uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Yes. Um, and I know I'm not gonna run back through that whole fucking list of shows that I ran through last week because that would just be silly. Uh, I did post it to uh, Instagram. Oh, nice! Did you gr- just grab the spring calendar? Yes, the, the pink calendar. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll. It's uh, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll go back through that one, especially as things come up. But one that I think I forgot to mention, uh, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but it's standing out to me for some reason. Uh, so Friday, May 10th at the Voltage Lounge, we've got I Hate God, Negative Approach, Sheer Terror, and Disassociate. I sent that to you, dog. Yeah, like- I, I believe you did. I just don't <laughs> remember if I read it last week or not. Oh, true. Right. That's my whole point. Um but yeah, that'll be at the Voltage Lounge, which is a cool fucking venue. Uh, six thirty, twenty-five bucks, all ages. You can't fucking beat it. Uh, also, uh, got sent a little message on June eighth, the Sworn Enemy show. Uh, Bushido Code said that they're on that bill. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I said we'll we'll try and be there. Fucking a. Most, uh, most likely be there. Yeah, I mean the, these next couple months are just fucking murdering my wallet with these fucking shows. <laughs> Uh, and I can't believe I f- fucked it on a judiciary last week. I didn't even realize it. Ah, uh, dude, I just couldn't. Unfortunately, uh, I, I was so mad about it. I was so fucking mad about it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I did also find out that they will be announcing the This Is Hardcore lineup uh, in May. Good bit later than usual. Uh, so. I have to wonder what the fuck they're planning. Uh, <laughs> wow. But I've already got my ticket, so fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get on that soon. It's an expensive year. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. But anyway, we got a bunch of other shit to talk about. Mm. Well, first is just a quick little little snippet. Iron Maiden announces a sake-infused beer, sun and steel. I know. That's kind of the face I made, but... It I I don't like good. sake. No? No? No. I think it's pretty good. I, like, I've only tried it maybe twice. Okay. Both so, both times I was like... Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know what type of sake you've had. Um, one of the... There, there are quite a few different styles. One okay. that you might find more interesting uh, is called Nagori. And it's made from essentially rice shells. Mm-hmm. It's very creamy. All right. Uh, and I actually recently had one that was a <laughs> coconut nigori. Yeah, I mean, you might also like some of the like infusions better than like uh, just a straight. Because I had one at a sushi place that we used to go to, and it was really good. You have to, you have to come. Uh, my my roommate's real big on sake. I'll have to okay. let you know when he's doing what he's got. Like four fucking sake kits. Jesus. Damn. I'll have to let you know when he's doing uh, a sake. The night. one thing, the one thing I know about sake is like you're supposed to drink sake that's clear, not sake that's cloudy. 
Well, no, uh, Nagori is is very cloudy. Uh, that's just okay. the style. Um, <laughs> I don't know this 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 is go- this is going on the word of somebody I knew like years ago. Yeah, who it, I just I just took it as word. Just different styles. Um, yeah, but continue. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Sammy, you're up. I believe. Yeah, I actually am. Uh, we got a uh, we got something I'm real stoked about. And it uh, it ties into something that's going to be coming up in a little bit here. Uh, not this episode, but a future episode. Uh, uh, we have a new track from uh, Chaotion, whose uh, EP, whose demo Where Gods Excarnate actually made my top ten of last year. And they have a new EP coming out called Festering Carcinolith. And we're going to take a listen to a bit of the title track, Tom. of sounding contrived it sounds like it's literally bursting from it seems you know that's no that actually doesn't really sound contrived at all that's actually kind of an interesting way to describe it it's constantly like bursting forth from itself it's really cool i really like it it's pornography for your ears well it's it's part of why i uh it's part of why i really love what chaos and do everything they've done so far every track that i've heard all three of them is just it sounds just it's it's like a fucking dam about to you're right it's like the it's like the spurts of water coming out of the wall of the dam just before the big explosion yeah exactly but yeah so uh as as far as that goes uh actually god damn it i closed out the uh closed out the tab because i'm an idiot here let me open this back up uh so the the actual full EP comes out on the 23rd of March. So, you know, just a couple more days, not like not even a week. And Festering Carcinolith drops in its full its full length. It's Saturday. There's gonna be, yeah, there's going to be uh, yeah, free track. Uh, yeah, so Saturday, uh, that was called Festering Carcinolith, uh, title track. And I believe, uh, let's see. 
Uh, I don't think they have the price for the full EP up yet, but it should only be like a couple dollars. So head over to Chaotian, C-H-A-O-T-I-A-N dot Bandcamp dot com, and you'll find Where Gods Excarnate, which if for some fucking reason you don't have that already, fix that. <laughs> and you can uh, you can pre-order where you can pre-order Festering Carcinolith as well. Here's hoping that we've got a full length coming out too. Yeah, so that's that's all I got for you. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, next one. Yeah. Let's uh let's 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 listen to the track first. No, I know everyone's listening to the new Venom Prison album, Samsara. We are too. Yep. It's incredible. This band has shown such, uh, just such, just immense growth uh, in between an album. Uh, yeah. Like her vocal ranges are off the charts. Uh, their their guitar playing has improved, you know, vastly. Uh, the mastering sounds great. This is a fantastic album. Mm-hmm. So it's out. Get at it. I'm a, I don't know. I'm enjoying the riffs. I think um, I don't know if I can really get on board with their vocal style. I'll admit that it's like unique and interesting, but I don't it's know. not that maybe, the whole time. She may, she really yeah maybe it up. maybe it'll grow on me. Who knows? Yeah, I mean if uh, if you haven't heard their first release, it was a bit more. Um, I don't know how to put it without. I mean, it was a great fucking album, but it wasn't nearly as varied. Right. Uh, she she had her like she had her <clears throat> sort of signature scream and and sort of sort of stuck more to that. I mean, um, you know, if 
go check out uh, Into the Combine's interview. It's really good. Uh, and he, uh, the guitarist Ash, actually talked about um, <coughs> the intention of all the members uh, to really develop and broaden their their ranges. And they fucking nailed it. Nice. So, so uh, I know we have these ordered a certain way, but I'm feeling like we should probably get to this last clip first. Oh, you didn't want to end on the clip? I don't know. What do you guys want to do? End mm. on some music. All right, cool. Well, let's get to this. Uh, we got a little bit of a discussion then. Yeah. Uh, Tom, or Tom, Mike, do you have the, the message pulled up that we were sent? I can pull it up in un momento. We were sent a message over from Evil J at Into the Combine. <laughs> I know he loves that nickname. Uh, yo, dog, I want to submit a listener question to you guys. I've been getting my brother-in-law into heavier music the past year using gym playlists, being as he was uh, listening to <laughs> Country and Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonably, he needed to act fast. I agree. You know, and he, uh, he went for accessible things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the things that sort of started to hit, you know, Knocked Loose, Expire, Lionheart, and Harm's Way. They were the big, you know, bigger winners. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't really digging on to anything overly melodic and likes aggressive lyrics and simple breakdowns. So is he only looking for hardcore? Yeah. So he specifically uh, came to us because, you know, out of... Uh, out of the the group of us that exist in our in our little realm of podcasting, uh, you know, between us into the combine, Phil's breakfast metal, and are you morbid? Yeah, uh, we tend to have the heaviest lean into hardcore. Yeah, I would agree. Um, That's true. So, you know, uh, that being kind of a specialty of ours, we'd be glad to oblige. We'd be more than mm-hmm. happy, and I know. Uh, Right off the bat, Mike and I have loaded up <laughs> uh, probably about 40 bands here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> trying to be Ed, thorough. So I, I looked on your, uh, on the, what you typed up, and like the first one that came to mind with me, if he has not already been introduced to it, is Hatebreed. Like yeah, that's the yeah. yeah. So uh, that's the thing, and it and it's an, it's easily overlooked because they're bigger names, but. Right. Uh, Hatebreed and terror, especially, mm-hmm. uh, kind of, uh, kind of early. I'm, ad- full, I'm fully in agreement on terror. Like, just throw on, throw on fucking always the hard on the fucking bench, and gonna want to thank me. Yeah, I feel like terror is an easy one. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's an easy one. Hatebreed was essential, maybe not my favorite, but if you're into that sort of, oh look, thing, those, those first two or three albums, even are... the most recent one wasn't bad. I mean. Yeah, uh, but they're they're required listening, even if they're not your favorite shit. Um, so why don't we hop into this? I don't know if we want to just kind of throw these at them. Uh, we'll, we'll go. I don't want to say every one one at a time, but let's 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 bring a few up and like why. Uh, can can I start something off? Absolutely. So, I have uh, talked about this band before. They were they were one of my bringings before. I've used them in a brutal bruise. Yep, Motherf- I know where you're going. Oh yeah, <laughs> motherfucking reserving dirt naps. Yeah, that uh, is not a band to be overlooked. No, um, fucking catchy ass riffs. Ignorant, and- ignorant to a flaw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fucking when that when their breakdowns come on, like it it's time to move. Right. Like, now, 
certain ones, like maybe reserving dirt naps. I don't know if that would be sort of like step two, mm. or do you think that would be something we can jam right in on the beginning? I, it's tough to say because the list that we were given that he's into uh, doesn't tell us a whole lot. Right, expire and knock loose were on there. Yeah. All right, uh, well, then we can kind of go with what... I mean, I think Jesus' peace needs to be talked about Absolutely. Uh, yeah, especially if he's into Knocked Loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus' peace has been bringing the heat for, like, the past two, three years. Yes, and uh, uh, I imagine you've familiarized yourself with their uh, most recent release. Of course. It's incredible. <laughs> it's, so, it's so aggressive. Look, uh, to, to put it this way, and I don't know if he's going to get his brother to listen to us or if he's just going to take a list, uh, but regardless, the thing that will always stick out to me about Jesus' peace, uh, something I will always very clearly remember, is them starting their set and the fucking the front man coming out on stage, grabbing the mic, and saying, Jesus' peace, you fake motherfuckers, and immediately <laughs> just... I mean, yeah. and they fucking that pit goes fucking hard. I, I told that was a that was one of the bands that I told was the most ignorant Christmas not Christmas uh, Easter ever. When I went to that that show on Easter oh Day, oh my god, wasn't it was that it was uh, what terror <laughs> terror Jesus, Jesus peace. peace year of the knife knocked loose <laughs> like it was god. it was a, such a fucking banger and like I know I've said this before on the show but I remember like. Jesus Peace is playing and like shit is getting out of hand. And like <laughs> and like I remember even he was like he was like, Mosh, but first of all, like yeah, he was like, Mosh, do your thing, but be respectful. And it's like, mm-mm. <laughs> right before that, you said South Philly, show me what the fuck you got. You know what you asked for. Like <laughs> God damn it. Uh another one that I don't think can be ignored is candy. No, number two on my list. Yeah, yeah, Can- yeah. Candy, it, heavy, th- technical. I mean, to a point, like yeah, uh, showed up kind of out of nowhere in the last year, and uh, just fucking, they blew us away, and then coincidentally ended up on this is hardcore last summer. So, uh, shit, if that doesn't speak fucking volumes for them, yeah, um, I I feel. I'm going to let Sammy take this one off, but um, I wouldn't be opposed to even recommend, you know, incendiary or leeway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, As far as leeway goes, especially their classic uh, born to expire album. Absolutely fucking essential. Like one. And you know what? I'm going to throw a Marauders master killer album in there, too, because that is to this day. I'm convinced one of the fucking toughest albums ever recorded. Yeah, now, uh, just as a heads up on those two in particular, um, that's leaning a little bit more into the the thrashy crossover side of Mm -hmm. hardcore, but it still brings a lot of those elements. And Uh, actually, I was was actually going to lean into that just a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go one step further into the... uh, But since it's it's still so heavily influential on the hardcore scene, I think it bears repeating... Uh, the especially the self-titled Carnivore album, mm. like in in particular, uh, there's, I mean that's a thrashy as fuck crossover album. I mean, they're more in line they're more in line with like Slayer and uh, Celtic Frost, but 
you know, then again, Peter Steele also worked really heavily with like Agnostic Front on the uh, Victim in Pain yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, uh, those, those actually three... he wrote he, he wrote it. He wrote a shitload of that album, didn't he? I uh, put me on the spot there. I, I, I couldn't tell you. But um, yeah, I mean, those three might be a little more outside of what we were asked for, but they're still well worth but, looking yeah, into. And bridging the gap a little bit is uh, Malice at the Palace. Yes, uh, if if you want that same sort of fucking, that same sort of ignorant ass hardcore, with some fucking guitar harmonies, Malice at the Palace brings it. I was gonna say on the note of uh, something that still has just filthy breakdowns, but still will do a lot of different stuff. Fucking Code Orange. Yeah, yeah. I was debating putting them on this list. Same, um, same. Cause you like, know, actually, I want to make one more addition because if I don't get it, uh, this. This is going to seem incredibly obvious to everyone who's listened to this show, but I don't really care because it bears repeating again. Uh, iron prices easier every day. Yes, yes, sir. I mean, it's 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 only two tracks, but it's honestly, it's. I mean, you'll even see my comment on that album on that EP. Like, it's everything I want out of hardcore. Yeah, no, it is uh, just a fu- It is a crushing experience. They absolutely belong on this list. Um, and actually, their their demo from 2015 is also very, very much listening to, as is their split with Descent. I know Descent's discography is, uh, I've heard it's supposed to be kind of spotty, but the Iron Price shit is still solid. I, and I've, I've been generally happy with uh, Descent's dis- discography, uh, I especially. I keep, hearing, I keep hearing that they're kind of spotty, but maybe I need to dig into, dig into them some more. Yeah, yeah give, give it a listen. Um See what you actually think about Isn't it. it. I mean, it's not objectively bad, but I tend to lean towards Iron Price myself. Yeah. Um, while we're um, while we're yeah. on it, though, what do you think about like True Love? A little too on the classic hardcore side from yeah. what I was thinking on this list. Fair. Uh, uh, good band, uh, but I'm I'm looking at at specifically what he's into. Getting too close uh, to like, come back. I in. mean. True love could work. It, it may be worth looking into, but maybe keep it. Uh, the list could little... get too long if we start including. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, I wanted to stick uh, kind of close to where he is now, branch out a tiny bit, but not a whole ton. And if we get a fucking another message in six months of like, hey, I'm really digging into hardcore, where do I go now? Then we can start fucking, you know, but. Uh, yeah, uh, Frank pointed this out to me. Uh, it's in my list, and uh, I think it's it's vital. Departed. Yep. Departed. And yep. Departed and lifeless. Yes. Also up there, yeah. Uh, but definitely departed. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, well, because lifeless, sadly, you've got a, a limited discography. Right. Um. I don't know if they're still going with the new vocalist or not. I hope so. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, that early. Sh- oh, my God. Uh, no love for the world. And uh, holy shit, why am I blanking on the second full length? Uh, Jesus Christ, that's going to kill me. But just <laughs> hard, hard shit. Uh, so before, I mean, we can go off into the fucking weeds with this mm-hmm. uh, if we're not careful 
Um, and I do want to make sure that we kind of leave them with a list uh, that's easy enough to... Manageable, not like 40. No. I mean, I'm saying let's throw all this shit in there. Okay. Well, let's just kind of give them a list so they have a... Okay. A timestamp in the podcast of like if they're if if they're listening to it and it's like oh shit, uh, they just talked about like twenty bands, rather than having them skip around. Here's the list. Okay. So I'll let you uh, roll through yours first. I may still end up repeating a couple, but cool, no big. Yeah. All right. So I've got Terror, Candy, Incendiary, Hatebreed, Jesus Peace, Descent, Queensway. Bushido Code, Body Snatchers, mm. Backswing, and Backtrack. <laughs> Malice at the Palace, Lifeless, Ramala, Cursed Earth, Heavens Die, Watchdogs, and True Love, because I wrote it down. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I've also got down here No Zodiac, uh, Purgatory, Ramala, Three Knee Deep, Trail of Lies. 100 Demons, Departed, Earth Crisis, Easy Money, Do Not Sleep on Easy Money, Eaten Alive, King Nine, Broken Teeth, Reserving Dirt Naps, Year of the Knife, Naysayer, Strength for a Reason, mm-hmm. Absolute Suffering, Eternal Sleep, uh, Death Before Dishonor, yes. and Blacklisted. And All Out War. And All Out War. I just thought of it. <laughs> so there's a there's a nice list for you. If uh, anyone wants that written down, we can certainly copy and paste it over. Just let us know. Sure. But that is sort of the uh, the from the pit uh, intro to ignorant ass slappy hardcore. <laughs> yeah, guys, I hope we did good. Uh, yeah, let us know. Let us know if any of that you know is a hit or miss. Uh, we'd love to follow up. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, let's, let's get a hardcore discussion going on for this week. What, slappy yeah. hardcore, not, not melodic, not, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we got one more fucking bitch and track to end on. Um, Employed to Serve put out a single, Harsh Truth. We're going to listen to it right now. Oh, my God. 
it's interesting uh, to hear her take a, a bit of a different vocal approach uh, yeah. on that track because it's it's normally um, she normally goes with a, a much much more of a bite. Yes. To uh, to her vocals. See, I'm wondering a few things. I, th- there's always the possibility that this is um, the track. This is like that track on the album because I know uh, Holy Roar, especially with Rollo Tomasi. There's la- their last album. I finally got to digging into that a little bit. <sighs> it doesn't seem like anybody on that label is content at just reproducing an album. No. Which I'm all about. Yeah, well, and that's the nice thing. Um, I mean, we've seen it from their between their first two albums, sure. uh, Gregor Than You Remember and Warmth of a Dying Sun. There was a huge step. Uh, massive. Uh, all kinds of different approaches taken, and we're seeing we're seeing the same thing here. Um, what, what where I'm curious and where that gets a little bit dangerous is how far can you. Uh, can you reach out and and kind of pull in different sounds while still remaining true to what you're doing? Yes. Uh, now, I've got a lot of faith in them because I've got literally everything they've ever done on vinyl. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge fan. And seeing how they, they are kind of following in the footsteps of Rolo Tomasi, uh, who have also just had an incredibly consistent, despite variable career uh you know i i think they've there's a lot of potential here but that was certainly i i can't compare that to any of their other tracks no and i like it i like the build um a little formulaic but again i hope it's just a uh sort of a a breakup yeah like a mid-album track or something i mean this could be the the stab in that direction right kind of figure out where they where they can land in it right i'm excited to see you know where this goes um do you offhand remember this is coming out relatively soon right i don't remember off the yeah, top of my we'll head follow up on that later yeah um but i mean shit i'll be following it yes uh, it's actually uh, i'm planning on the fucking i'm planning on a tattoo on one of my legs of the sun from the warmth of a dying sun excellent so, tattoo material. needless to say uh fanboy all right so that'll wrap it up for us uh it has been a hell of an episode Mm -hmm. we've been all over the fucking map with this one uh so quick reminder head over to fthepit.com for all of your from the pit needs you can find our fucking itunes facebook all that different shit if you're listening on itunes leave us a five star please we've (laughs) we've been recording for like two hours almost uh and we need money as well. <laughs> so uh, patreon.com slash from the pit. Five stars. Download. Please download. That will also eventually help us get money. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, we, we need it more than you do. We need to get this bread. We got to eat this yeast. Yeah. This yeast, son. It's got to happen. I'm not going to lie. I only said yeah because you said yeet. <laughs> and I t- <laughs> no, but seriously, uh patreon.com slash from the pit we do four bonus episodes every month go check them out you get a lot of extra fucking material mm-hmm. and it helps us uh ridiculously so uh and much much appreciation to anyone who's already 
donating. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. Frank. Mm. Well, it seems that we've arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>